Hello, Cryptonauts. Today we are recording for December 26, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. Cryptonauts, first reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you're interested in collaborating with me or becoming a sponsor, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's get started with your top 10. Let's refresh the page. Top 10 stablecoins by market capitalization. All right, starting off with number one, Tether with $24.8 billion. Number two, USD coin with $5.5 billion. Number three, DAI with $1.5 billion. Number four, Binance USD with $1.2 billion. Number five, Paxos Standard with $582.3 million. Number six, True USD with $399.1 million. Number seven, HUSD with $385.9 million. Number eight, Terra USD with $250 million. Number nine, SUSD with $154.5 million. And number 10, Empty Set Dollar with $132 million. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 stablecoins by market capitalization. Your overall total market is at 961.8 billion dollars down by 3.3 percent all right let's get started with your crypto news of the day all right cryptonauts next reminder we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats make sure you collect your daily candies with that said first news coming in from decrypt staff Bitcoin flips Visa to become 11th largest asset by market cap. The price of Bitcoin, the largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization, briefly touched $25,000 early on Boxing Day. Per metrics site TradingView, Bitcoin's current price is $24,859. Following the Christmas boom, Bitcoin flipped both Visa and MasterCard to become the 11th largest asset by market capitalization. Per, per Asset Dash, a site that tracks the market capitalization of the world's largest asset. The market capitalization of Bitcoin is $461.9 billion, $2 billion higher than the shares of Visa, the 12th largest asset by market capitalization, which is $459.9 billion per asset dash. The market cap, market, the market cap MasterCard, the 17th largest asset by market cap, is $332 billion. Bitcoin is a long way off flipping the next uh, largest asset by market cap, Class B shares in Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway, which has a market of $531.4 billion. This means that Bitcoin needs to add an extra $70 billion to its market cap. Obviously, we know what happened. Bitcoin's market capitalization is calculated by multiplying its price $24,859 by the total number of Bitcoin in circulation, 18581412 To flip Berkshire, Berkshire Hathaway, Bitcoin would have reached a price of $28,602. This would surely irritate 
Berkshire Hathaway CEO Warren Buffett, who has previously dismissed Bitcoin as a rat poison squared. According to CNBC, he told shareholders in 2018 that cryptocurrency trading is just dementia. But if it managed to top Berkshire Hathaway, Bitcoin would become the 10th largest asset by market, by market cap. Would this convince Buffett to take the, the poison? <laughs> uh, Berkshire. Warren Buffett. Next news written by Decrypt Staff. Major DeFi exchanges gifts users millions in free crypto on Christmas Day. Uh, spend the entire year giving and you might get a little something in return on Christmas Day. That hope rang true for early adopters of the decentralized exchange aggregator One Inch, whom One Inch this Christmas gifts tens of millions in free cryptocurrency. One lucky trader got $27 million in their stocking. The exchange aggregator, which combines order books from several decentralized exchange exchanges to reduce price slippage, launched its own cryptocurrency One Inch token on Christmas Day. One Inch that distributed 90 million tokens or 6% of the token supply to early adopters of the platform. Anyone who had used One Inch before Christmas Day and had placed at least one trade before September 15th, at least four trades or trades that total $20 received some money. So far, 26,175 wallets have claimed 75% of the airdropped one inch tokens, according to Dashboard on Dune Analytics. That is so awesome. The top claim, claimer received 9.7 million tokens worth $27 million at the peak of the value of the token. This is because they were a, a power user on one inch. The exchange rewarded them proportionately. The price of one inch increased to highs of $2.60 shortly after its launch. The token is similar to others minted by decentralized finance protocols, a so-called governance token, just like Uniswap's Uni, Compound's Comp, and Aave's Lend, which hodlers can use to vote on proposed to tweak the network. Okay, next news written by Decrypt Staff. XRP's price sinks even lower after Bitstamp delist coin for US users. Bitstamp is the latest exchange and the first major one to cease trading of XRP, the cryptocurrency whose futures shall be determined by the outcome of, the, of a fresh SEC lawsuit against its pro, progenitors at Ripple. The U.S. Security and Exchange Commission this week filed suit against Ripple, the payment company founded by creators of XRP. The SEC alleges that, that Ripple has raised $1.3 billion in unregistered security sales since 2013 and continues to illegally distribute securities when it periodically sells off chunks of the $6 billion XRP it holds in escrow amounts. It sells the money to control the price of the token just like a central bank. Ripple denies the allegations, but while while it and the regulator duke, duke it out in court, several crypto exchanges and financial institutions are liquidating holdings of XRP and seizing trading of the coin. That's because if the SEC wins the case against Ripple, it would be easier for the agency to chase after crypto companies that sell XRP on the same grounds. Companies like Bitstamp, the European exchange and tr uh, exchange that trades half a billion, do billion dollars each day. To nip that the anxiety in the bud, Bitstamp announced yesterday that it would temporarily cease trading for the coin for US customers. Quote, in light of the recent SEC filing against Ripple Labs, Inc., which alleges that XRP is a security, we are going to halt all trading and deposits of XRP for our U.S. customers on 8th, January 2021. All right, well, there goes another one. Another one bites the dust. Next news, written by Will Gottsengen. 
the 2020 year in crypto, January through March. Uh, what's there to say about 2020 that hasn't already been said? We're glad it's over, but the holidays are for reflecting and the process of list, uh, list making can amount to a kind of necessary purge. There's part, here's part one of our four part review of the year in crypto, which takes a look at, back at the bigger events from January through March. A pre-virus Bitcoin bump, January and February. Bitcoin closed the month of January at $9,350, up from $7,200 at the start of the year. February saw a jump to over $10,000 and a subsequent crash which sent the price back down to $8,600 range. Bitcoin hits 500 million transactions February 5th. In February, the 500 millionth transaction was recorded on the Bitcoin blockchain and we have block, um, and here's a, here's a, block, uh, a block address. Uh, to thank for making it happen. Let's see. And let's see. A virus-induced crash. Mid-March. March 9th marked the first COVID-induced stock market crash and a 2,000-point drop in the Dow. The largest point ever dropped until three days later when it dropped 2,300 points. March 16th set the current record with a drop of 2,997 points or nearly 13%. Okay. Industry preps for Bitcoin halving, January through March. Anticipation surrounded the Bitcoin halving may have bolstered the crypto markets before the virus spoiled things and started and started people thinking about crypto more as a means to buy toilet paper and hand sanitizer as the long-term store of value. Things were a little grimmer for Bitcoin mining companies. The Chinese company Bitmain, which sells mining products, cut its workforce significantly in January as it prepared for a drop in profits. Crypto fans, uh, Garbard, Gar Gabbard, and Yang ends presidential bid February through March. The field of Democratic presidential nominees began narrowing in February, and Andrew Yang, a Bitcoin advocate who included things like blockchain voting in his official platform, dropped out of the race in the wake of the New Hampshire primary. Okay, oh, let's see, what else? Akon gets approved for utopian Akon City in rural Senegal. January 13th. Akon has been a longtime fan of the cryptocurrencies. The musician and entrepreneur has his own coin, Acoin, duh. And in January, he tweeted that he's been cleared to build an entire city based around the currency. Akon City will supposedly be located near Dakar, Senegal, and run entirely on Acoin. It's an in, in, uh, intriguing prospect, a $2 billion crypto power to sustain sustainable tourism village that's aiming to be completed by 2025. Acom believes that the blockchain will help Africans become less dependent on their governments, saying that it brings power back to the people. Others have expressed skepticism over whether Acom City will be the cryptopia that's promised. Oh, that's it? Oh, okay. Alright, next news. Let's see. Written by Decrypt staff, Bitcoin's price just hit another all-time high as traders test $25,000. Bitcoin's Bitcoin, the la the largest coin by market capitalization today, hit its latest all-time high. Not content with the brushes with the low digits of $25,000 achieved in the wee hours of this morning, traders hit $25,410 this afternoon. The jolt, a 2% jump from $24,923 to $25,410, occurred at 2.10 p.m. UTC, 
the coin spurted in daily trading volumes by an extra $1 billion from $42 billion to $43 billion. Bitcoin has hit $25,000 earlier today but slumped thereafter as often happens when coins price hits some magical price barrier. Traders usually have sell orders that automatically trigger when a coin reached a certain price. Too many of these can crash the coin, but traders return to their desk about 10 hours later and pump the coin's price some more. In some, the coin has increased by 4% in the past 24 hours. All right, next news written by Robert Stevens, the 2020 year in review, DeFi. If there's one word that sums up crypto innovation in 2020, it's DeFi. DeFi is a portmanteau of two words, decentralized finance, which itself is an umbrella term for hundreds upon hundreds of crypto projects started this year in the vein of non-custodial financial products. But there's a lot of there's a lot to unpack from 2020. What was once an industry full of fledgling protocols struggling to get investors to invest a total of $1 million into them today is worth multitudes of that. As of December 2020, there is $15 billion locked into DeFi protocols. The industry, however, is today worth far more than you consider the market cap of DeFi coins as well as the traditional financial institutions now considering integrating DeFi services. January through March, DeFi products arise. On January 1st, decentralized financial decentralized finance wasn't really a thing. Sure, there was about $700 million locked into various DeFi smart contracts per DeFi polls, but the industry was still fledging and nascent and burgeoning into an in, in utro. And it was, however, a marked increase from the previous year. On January 1st, 2019, there was $278 million locked into DeFi smart contracts. Okay, let's see. March through May, coronavirus blues. Then out of nowhere, the pandemic struck. Bitcoin fell to lows of around $4,500 in the middle of March. The ruckus caused problems for DAI, MakerDAO, decentralized stablecoins. The crash caused a massive exodus of ETH that was back in DAI, leading the price of the stablecoin supposed to be worth $1 to increase beyond $1.1 to stop the bleeding and save the DAI. MakerDAO proposed that USDC a centralized stablecoin to be used as collateral die, but as governments patched the economic collapse caused by the pandemic, Bitcoin recovered and DeFi was back on track. The remainder of the first half of 2020 was overshadowed by the Bitcoin halving, which cut the block reward of Bitcoin miners uh, in half. Andre Crowntree, creator of the Yearn.Finance, Finance, threatened to quit. Then, uh, then he didn't. June through October, DeFi steals the show. Things started to get crazy for DeFi in June. It was towards the end of the month that Compound issued Comp, a so-called governance token, to everyone who used it. Comp is designed for use in Compound's governance protocol, a way of putting your money where your mouth is and having activities say in the future of direction of the protocol. But in practice, it became a form of speculation on the future of where the Compound and people started using Compound to express purpose of farming the token. The game known as Yield Farming was afoot. Let's see what else do, do, do. here we go october through december bitcoin bites back much of the fun came at the end of october DeFi yield started to dry up and all the low-hanging innovations available on DeFi developers had been picked the amount locked in DeFi protocols was still increasing but at a lower pace volumes at decentralized exchanges such as uniswap 
were telling Dex's volumes, which had been $8 billion per week at the end of August, fell to $6 billion in September, and then fell by more than 40% in October to just under $3 billion. DeFi has lost its shine, but in the place of a new wave of, of finance that took the crypto world by storm once again, Bitcoin. Bitcoin has remained st stagnant through all the summer. Uh, starting in October, Bitcoin was worth around $10,500. Then it started to rise and rise and rise. By the end of November, Bitcoin had broke its all-time high set in 2017. Much of the attention showered on DeFi stopped, but the industry still benefited from all the extra money flowing into crypto. DeFi, after all, had become a valuable way of earning extra money on crypto that would otherwise sit idle in wallets. So while new products weren't coming to markets as thick and fast as they did over the summer, DeFi still grew and the start of October was there was about $11 million locked in DeFi protocols per DeFi Pulse at the start of December, close to $15 billion. DeFi in 2021 and beyond. Decrypt doesn't know yet. Uh, Decrypt doesn't yet own a crystal ball, but there are a few directions DeFi looks to set next year. The first is obvious, a big player, including large financial institutions, continue to invest in crypto. Many may seek to integrate crypto into their offerings. DM, formerly Libra, will introduce a stablecoin next year. PayPal will continue, continue to roll out its crypto offerings worldwide, and large US financial institutions may hold custody over their customers' cryptocurrencies as applications to become crypto banks make their way to the top of the bureaucrat, bureaucrat's pile. And closer to home, crypto exchanges will continue to dip their toes in DeFi as projects become more stable. Several exchanges such as Binance and Huobi have invested big into DeFi. Huobi, for instance, has its own DeFi research lab, which may bring new products to markets next year. Alright, next news written by Ekinjenk. Turkey to pilot digital currency next year. Critics say it won't save the lira. Turkey's top central bank, uh, Nesi Akbal, told members of the parliament on Friday that the country plans to pilot a central bank digital currency in the second half of the next year. But it may not be enough to save the flagging lira, argues a co-founder of one, one of Turkey's leading uh, opposition parties. The Turkish central bank established the what is it? Directorate General Financial Innovations in November earlier this year to carry out R&D into CBDCs. Just two months later, Agbal said, "Currently, there's uh, the conceptual phase of this project has been completed. We aim to start pilot testing in the second half of 2021, coinciding with the uh, with the announcement in the continued collapse of the Turkish lira, the country's currency that has hit record lows since summer." The lira recorded a 23% drop against the dollar this year. Wow, that's not good. That's not good. Well, we'll see what happens. Next news written by Robert Stevens. Barstool Sports CEO pulls no punch with $1 million crypto charity drive. Merch. Aggressive tweets. Crypto. This is how to get things done while Congress hashes out the next relief package discovered Dave Portnoy, CEO of Barstool Sports, who since December 17th has raised $6.7 million in cash and crypto for a hawkish charity drive to save small American businesses. The money goes towards the Barstool Sports Fund, 
which pools together proceedings from sales of barstool merchandise and individual donations, then distributes cash to small family-owned businesses who have struggled to keep the light on amid the pandemic. Since launching the fund, Portnoy has tweeted nonstop, putting the heat on his vast following to eke out the most amount of money possible. After few are richer than Portnoy, Portnoy's bosom buddies from the crypto, the asset class he dallied with for several months this past summer through his Davy Day trader persona before warming his way back out in autumn. So when Portnoy started accepting Bitcoin donations for the fund on December 24th, he had no hesitation about rabble rusing his old chums about raising some extra money. Quote, you had to create a way for Bitcoin people to donate crypto. Enough talk. Time for Bitcoiners to show up, Portnoy tweeted on Christmas Day, and it worked. The fund has so far raised about $500,000 in crypto. Alex Wilson, the co-founder of, of the Given Block, the charity platform that handles his donations confirmed to Decrypt. Like every other restaurant, we are struggling during this time. It doesn't mean others aren't hurting much, much more. We want to do our very, we want to do our, we wanted to do our very small part and we are so thankful for at Stool, at Stool Presidente for what he's doing to keep our industry alive, wrote, uh, tweeted Vince Young Steakhouse. Awesome. Dave Portnoy. There it is. All right, last news of the day, written by Decrypt staff. Bitcoin hits latest all-time high of $26,500 in Saturday's night fever run. 26K, Bitcoin's got an all-time high, even higher than this afternoon's all-time high, this morning's, yesterday's, and the broadcast and the countless other all-time highs articles. Over the past few months, each of the Decrypts, perhaps, uh, perhaps out of cynicism, though could last us a long time but uh, but on and on bitcoin goes ever upward with with poise today bitcoin hit $26,557 according to data from metric site coin market cap after it limped to $25,000 at the start of the day bitcoin jumped from $24,923 at 2 p.m. to $25,196 and then spent the rest of the afternoon marching slowly to $26,000 in a burst of energy traders at about 8.30 p.m. shunted the price up from $25,948 to $26,557, Bitcoin's all-time high. Why Bitcoin rose to the next $1,000 bracket this evening is anyone's guess, but in recent months, the general consensus is that the, is that the institutional investors have bought up huge swaths of Bitcoin. MicroStrategy has bought about $1 billion in Bitcoin, Mass Mutual another 100 million, and Skybridge Capital 25 million. There it is. I keep saying it. Stack your sats and hodl and enjoy the ride. So with that said, Cryptonauts, I'll catch you all on the next one. Adios.